Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Stepping Up to You podcast. My name is Joe Farragher, and I hope this can meet you where you're at on this journey called life. In this episode, we dive into a topic that we could branch off of forever, and that is choices. I found a quote from Nelson Mandela that I think fits this particular episode well. The quote reads, May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. This episode is extremely important to me because before we have guests start to make appearances moving forward, I thought it was important to shed some more light on some personal choices that reflect hope instead of fear in my life. Wherever you're coming from, I appreciate you stopping by and thanks for tuning in. We're all unique humans with our own stories that make daily decisions that become steps in how our lives play out. Some choices can define who we are during a certain period of time, while others can have an impact that could last for a very long time. The choices we make produce results. Some of those results are positive, while some of those decisions have a negative effect on the results that follow. Eventually, the choices we make can turn into habits, and those habits are evident in how we live out life daily. As a former college athlete, building good habits was essential to striving towards maximizing potential on the hardwood, as a player and as a member of the team. As I gained experience, how I envisioned the practices and season playing out wasn't left up to randomness. Rather, the choices we made were in alignment with the vision of getting better and optimizing the team as the core responsibility. As we're walking the steps of our daily life, it would seem important to be conscious of the choices that are made on a daily basis. This is a particular area I struggle in, but I'm human. Not saying every poor choice I struggle with is life-changing, but sometimes it's as simple as letting an interaction get me upset or eating an entire large frozen pizza in one sitting by myself. I sometimes have problems. I still make poor choices for where I want to be, but it's a process, and I try not to get caught up with the negative as much anymore. Having said that, I've enjoyed many blessings and success by making conscious choices to do easy things like volunteering, seeking help, or something as simple as trying to drink enough water throughout the day. I could be wrong here, but I think water makes up at least 60% of the body. So that simple choice of trying to stay hydrated throughout the day has other benefits as well. In this episode, I'll share some insight in how certain choices have affected me for years and some of the struggles I battled, and still do. To be clear and honest, this is particularly scary to be this vulnerable. But the freedom and happiness to have the opportunity to potentially have a positive impact on someone's life far outweighs the personal fear or potential backlash I might face. It's bigger than me. I know it's early, but if you don't get the idea yet, I want my personal journey, the feelings, the pain, the joy, the salvation, and the testimony to be available as hope for someone. I want it to be available for someone who is going through life and they can reflect on it and say, oh snap, this dude is confirmation that I made the right choices and life is good. Thank goodness I didn't go that route. Or maybe you're feeling out life and searching for answers that you think you found the answer to. Great. Awesome. I'm happy for you. Truly, we need more encouragement in the world. In the same breath, I want it to be available for someone who is going through life and possibly their darkest moments and letting them know it's okay. Keep moving. You are loved. In a culture filled with so much pain, there's a way out. There's freedom. There's hope. There's purpose. There's love. I'll share some thoughts at the end that might turn some people away, maybe even lose some followers, but I'm not here to worry about that. It's bigger than me. Before I dive into anything deeper today, I wanted to make sure this was clear. I mentioned in the first episode that I'd finally forgiven myself. While this took a long time for me, and now it's true, this doesn't justify or excuse me from poor choices I made that negatively affected people in the past, especially loved ones. 
I had to make that clear because I can't control how other people think about me or how they choose to go about their business. But if I've offered a forgiveness where appropriate, that's what I can control. Knowing my own human experiences and also how people have wronged me, forgiveness is one thing, while learning how to navigate after the fact is another. Pastor John Baker, who passed away this past February, started a Christ-centered recovery program called Celebrate Recovery in 1991 at Saddleback Ranch out in Lake Forest, California. I bring this up because I was recently involved in a study through his book called Life's Healing Choices. The big idea is finding freedom from your hurts, hang-ups, and habits. This is done from a biblical approach focusing on admitting need, getting help, letting go, coming clean, making changes, repairing relationships, maintaining momentum, and recycling pain. While I want to recycle some of that pain that stemmed from numerous things both out of my control and from my own choices, the program and stories shared open up different perspectives into a number of areas in my life that I personally struggle in. Whether it was the people-pleasing tendencies I mentioned previously, the hang-ups on mistakes I made, the self-destruction when I fail at something, and the coping mechanisms I abused for years, or the misplacement of my efforts and how I pursued trying to be a man. Too often I was searching for answers that would produce deeper emptiness and drive myself into, uh, I want to be careful here because I don't want to abuse or downplay the term depression because I've seen how that severely affects people firsthand. But in my case, in my reality, I would enter these very unhealthy stretches of mental defeats that could be classified as depression. In today's culture, and even to some of my friends or peers, I'm probably coming off as a buzzkill or someone who just couldn't handle things how you should. But I relive some of those mistakes and compound my situation by abusing alcohol. Plenty of people have seen it firsthand, so it's not like I even have to front or pretend like I'm not speaking the truth here. Everyone's probably got a crowd favorite. We could dedicate hours into the events, like wrestling with my Toreador college roommate, shout out AMAC, which led to an emergency room visit because I split my head open. As I said previously, I could probably put together a short film of my stupidity at times where I was the main star, but there would be a supporting actor in most scenes, alcohol. Here's the thing for me. I can confidently say that a majority of troubles in my life so far have had alcohol at the center. Even if it was an enjoyable night, which most times it was for everybody, there was always potential for me to randomly start mud wrestling a stranger in the pouring rain or picking out a kid on campus and giving him a stone-cold stunner when he least expected it. Like I said, I could think of many to share, and who knows where this eventually go, but there's you know, there's one situation that is somewhat clear to me still from college where I'd been involved in an incident on campus where I screwed up and got in trouble for involve, uh, something involving booze. Long story short, during my super sophomore year in college, I had to face my teammates and coaches in the locker room and fill them in on how I screwed up and that there were consequences to my choices. Never mind the fact that I thought my le- I let myself down, the team, coaches and families for screwing up again i told them i had a problem drinking did i truly believe that at the time absolutely not i was an honor roll student athlete who was starting to make a name for myself on campus i ended up attending a couple mandatory meetings but after that come on i didn't have any serious issues i was just a college kid doing college stuff and living life come on bro just how you relieve stress it's just how life is that's just what college kids do you don't have any issues just young figuring stuff out That particular sin of cleaning up my act was short-lived, and it was only a matter of time before I was back at the local store picking up some 40s and duct-taping them to my hands for a quote-unquote fun night. (laughs) Man, I was cool. Moderation is an interesting word, and for some people, that works. More often than not, for me, however, it was never about stopping. 
It was about crushing as many drinks as possible and not lasting as many people as possible. I guess the competitor spirit has its drawback at times. Some nights were completely fine and fun for everyone, but the saying goes, when it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, it's bad. I've had my fair share of negative experiences. There's a number of reasons people enjoy drinking from social events, sporting events, stress relief, celebrations, or even to try and forget, or maybe bury some feelings. One of my favorites was from my time during my expensive learning mistake at the University of Toledo. I was partying with some buddies at the time, and I remember, let's drink till we can't feel feelings. Man, that was a motto for me some nights. My last experience boozing ended up like countless others, me making a fool of myself. This doesn't even begin to describe the emotional pain and trauma for myself and others. Now, to be clear, I didn't physically hurt anyone or cause any physical damage, but emotionally, on many levels, for multiple people, damage was done. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I already knew I was crazy, but after that incident, I could be next to the definition of insanity in the dictionary. Luckily, after beating myself up again for that mistake, I had a good friend give me some of this out-of-this-world advice. Are you ready? He said, Joe, you need to get your act together. Now, as earth-shattering as that is, I'm sure he's told me that before. But that was it. I was reliving a lie. I had promised myself I wouldn't partake in again. You know, but Joe, you, you sound like you're making excuses, or you just need to man up and handle it. Or how about, you know, what were you doing to try to make yourself better? You know, what, what were you doing to, to fix everything? Well, even after seeking help in the past from people I thought who weren't the best for me, counseling, or just trying to do things on my own with a new and approved attitude, I kept getting back to the same destination. You know, and I'm not, and I've been saying that, you know, we're all humans, and of course we're going to make mistakes, you know, but this was different for me. It was the same disaster I've seen plenty of times of me being a fool, letting myself down, and destroying myself internally. But different because from those choices that day, a new choice was made, a life-changing choice. My actions were not aligning with what I needed to be doing with my life and what I truly wanted to pursue. How can I truly lead and keep taking steps forward if I continuously drown myself back into a place of disarray? Oh, Joe, just dust yourself off and keep going. It was just a bad night. Everyone's been there. That type of stuff was driving me deeper into the insane asylum because I kept making excuses and getting justification for myself and others that it's okay. It's just a phase because I'm still doing good in the world and the good will outweigh the bad. To be honest, it was just more BS and it's not what I needed. Too long, I was hurting my potential at my own expense and I got to the point I was actually enjoying it for a number of years. I'm wild enough. I didn't need to keep pouring more gasoline or 151 on the fire to try to cope with my feelings anymore. Now hear me out. This isn't a pity party or a woe me story. I made choices. I made choices and I have to live with those consequences. I'm not advocating for you to give up alcohol, forego social settings that have alcohol present, or even consider anything crazy like that. I've got nothing against anyone who does what they do. I'm in no position to judge or demean someone because of what they choose. I mean, sheesh. He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone. In fact, if, how could I want the best for others if I'm going to try and control what I can't control with them? That's not my role. For me, for my life, for my future self, and for my future family, I don't have any plans to pursue booze moving forward. I just reached six months of sobriety. The neat thing is, I turned 33 last weekend and ended up being one of the few, if not the only, sober birthdays I've had since I was 17. And for me, that was one of the best birthdays ever. I can only share my experiences here. 
I know personally how alcohol and the choices surrounding consumption have destroyed individuals and families and how it can create a laundry list of excuses for anything like, oh, that wasn't me. I was just having a good time. That was my alter ego. From a personal perspective, it did create an alter ego of sorts who would act things out and say things that negatively affected family, relationships, and personal growth. I've seen it firsthand. It's easy to knock off as a non-serious or not that big of a deal for a lot of people for a number of reasons, and I get it. That's what guys are supposed to do. That's what people are supposed to do. They're supposed to unwind, supposed to have a couple. If you have too many one night, no big deal. Life is tough. Trust me, I get it. I'm not here to judge. The goal out of any episode that is on this platform now or in the future is not to command nor try to persuade you into committing something you don't want to do. The choice is yours at the end of the day. Just like it was my choice to abuse my limitations and finally get to a point of wanting to make a change that has already benefited me greatly and will benefit others in the future. I want to be real with you. I want to recycle my pain and experience because I don't know. Hear me out. Maybe there's someone out there right now who thinks they aren't good enough. They think they need to make a drink to make themselves better. They think it's the only way to make friends. Or even maybe they think there are other options and are having thoughts about taking their own life. I'm not trying to be negative here, but I know the slippery slope and how dangerous of a situation it is once you get to a certain mental point. Having said that, if you ever feel like you need help, I encourage you to reach out to someone. You're loved much more than you could ever know. The big idea here is, man, choices and how they can affect you on a deeper level than sometimes we're consciously aware. When those choices we make have negative results that don't go our way or a different version of what we imagined, what can happen after, for lack of a better term, can be crippling. Not always in a literal sense, although possible, but more so related to fear of what comes next. At first, it may not seem like a big deal and something that could be easily fixed with some special attention, but too often than not, those outcomes that we didn't necessarily want can leave us stuck or can derail people from being able to refocus on what they were trying to accomplish in the first place. The neat thing, however, are those positive defining moments when the results line up with the choices you made and you experience pure bliss and a feeling of satisfaction. I found that people who are able to build up momentum in life continue to make decisions that align with where they want to be and the experiences they value. Hey, thanks, Joe. You're a regular Captain Obvious. We're not perfect beings, and ultimately everyone will make mistakes, but one of the big differences between making mistakes and being stuck in those mistakes is you and the response or responses you take. The results that come from our choices are key components in how we navigate through life on many levels. It's very easy to get caught up in the results instead of taking a look at the big picture. As a coach, one of the things most people pay attention to is the final score. Understandably so, because that final score usually is a result of how well your team played during an event. Naturally, stakeholders want to be on the right side of a result. Is the final score an accurate definition of success or not being successful, though? What about other factors? Maybe your team was completely outmatched before the game even started. Maybe there were some key players not playing. What if you were perfectly prepared, but perhaps there were things that happened outside your control that affected the outcome? Excuses don't help a situation, but sometimes there's a reality that is present that may be overlooked. What needs to happen is a thorough investigation of what happened with the preparation and progress that led up to the event. What choices were made and what did we have control over? Just like in life, if we base our feelings and definition of success purely on outcomes, there's a good chance we'll end up disappointed or defeated. As cliche as it might sound, there's value in the process. Progress over perfection. I'm not dismissing the notion that results don't matter, because they do. But I think that we should be careful in only accepting results, positive or negative, as a loan evaluating criteria of an outcome. 
Sure, if a doctor is performing a foot surgery so he can properly walk again, you'd hope the surgery is successful in order to walk again. Results matter. In our careers, if an employee continues to make choices that lead to mistakes negatively affecting the business, the result might end with that employee no longer having a job. In a relationship, if someone continues to make poor choices that hurt the other person, it could possibly result in an end to that relationship. If a student chooses not to study and doesn't exert any effort in the classroom, the results might not align with the learning process for understanding the content. I'm sure we get the picture, but the idea is choices have consequences. And as I said earlier, choices can become habits that define parts of your life. The one common denominator in those choices is you. How you choose to respond to the choices you made, you didn't make, or perhaps a choice that was made for you, which could be the result of another choice that you already made, can have a tremendous influence on your next choice. So that leads me to an important question we'll hear over and over again. Do you allow yourself to get in your own way? If you can't think of anything off the top of your head, just listen to this quote I heard a while back. Your ego is a very patient liar. What are you grounded in? What are we grounded in in life when things don't go according to plan and things get out of control? Are we grounded in wealth, status, appearance, sex, alcohol, nature, religion, power, a significant other maybe? Or if those disappear or let you down, then what? So we're at the point now that I said at the beginning that might turn some people away or not want to follow me anymore. That's okay. Although I had some principles instilled at me at a younger age, which helped mold me into not being a complete jerk and going off the deep end completely, I went rogue for years, but I finally made it back home with two feet in. Maybe there's some hope here. Something I plan to visit in the future is a very important, if not the most important module we'll dive into, is the idea of faith. I'm not talking about the blind faith we put in the chair not to break every time we sit down, or the faith when we get in our car that another driver won't crash into us as we drive down the road. I'm talking about the universe, our time here on Earth. Do we believe we're here by chance? Everything's random? We put our faith in a number of different things. For me personally, I would not be on this planet if it wasn't for my renewed faith in Jesus Christ. He's the reason I'm still here. I'm not saying I'm mistake-free, I don't have bad habits still, or that I will never fall flat on my face again in the future. Actually, it's more likely than not I will. It's a walk, not a sprint, and it's bigger than me. In fact, one of the most important aspects of being human is free will and the ability to make a choice. As someone who can be very stubborn and carry unnecessary weight on my shoulders, never mind my large frame as it is, but the weight of all my mistakes, fear, and baggage, the only thing that has kept me going is my renewed faith. It's no longer an insurance policy or a just-in-case moment when things go wrong. He's the truth and the reason I was able to come out of such a dark place. To be clear, I was broken. It didn't happen all at once, but I was slowly deteriorating. I was abusing my abilities to be a successful leader and man and failing to capitalize on my potential. I'm still a human, and in the same body I've been in since birth, still jam out the Jeezy, still have my desires and hopes. Maybe the Browns will even win a Super Bowl soon. But my main hope is that I continue to grow in love and resemblance of who he wants me to be. So here we are at the end for now. Remembering Nelson Mandela's quote from earlier, May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. I wanted to make the choice to be real and authentic with you where I'm coming from. The end goal remains the same, and that is to help others. Take from this episode what you please. Regardless of where you're at in this journey of life, one thing is certain. We need each other to grow and become better humans, as uncomfortable as that may be. If you made it to this point of the episode, I appreciate you more than you ever know. If you enjoyed it, reach out and let me know. And if you didn't enjoy it, reach out and let me know anyways. May you find peace, 
love, and purpose in your journey. Until next time, God bless. Thanks for tuning in. Hop on over to Instagram and give us a follow at Stepping Up To You. And remember, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Thank you.